Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The mourning process for those who admired and loved Kobe Bryant took on many forms, most of which were in a very public way. There are hundreds of murals painted by artists who were inspired, not because he is a basketball player, but because Kobe was an artist too. I'm Steve Gregory, and this is The Death and Life of Kobe Bryant. Jimmy Kimmel was a close friend of Bryant's, and Bryant was a frequent guest on Kimmel's late-night talk show. Kimmel would go on to host Bryant's memorial at Staples Center and spoke about the many murals created to honor his friend. And not just in L.A., uh, across the country, in Kobe's hometown, Philadelphia, in Italy, in India, the Philippines, China, New York, Phoenix, Boston for God's sake, in places where he would be booed on the court, Kobe is missed. So we're here at 5522 Venice Boulevard, Mid-City. Mike Asner says he's a Kobe Bryant superfan, which includes his love for the murals painted of Bryant, Bryant's daughter Gianna, the Lakers, and Los Angeles. Uh, This is a very well-known mural by an artist, Gustavo, who goes by GZ.JR. It's the Leave a Legacy mural that was done actually with the Lakers uh, before the playoffs last year. And uh, Gus did an amazing job. He added Kobe and the trophies after they won the championship. Um, So this is one of the most famous murals throughout the world, and people have come here to reflect and to show their respect and gratitude. I mean, you're looking at from my opinion, a beautiful work of art, but there's a lot of messages here, obviously, around social justice and, uh, you know, what this team has, and what the city, and what the world has gone through in 2020. But, you know, this team, specifically for me as a huge Lakers fan, means a great deal, um, overcoming adversity all year, um, pushing for what I believe is right in the world. And, uh, you know, they won the championship, and this reflects them winning that championship. After learning of Bryant's death, Asner says he was so moved he had to do something, anything, to honor Bryant. So he decided to create a website which shows the locations of all the known murals of Bryant around the world. 
And it started with an Instagram page, at Kobe Mural, uh, then a KobeMural.com website. And at this point, there's an interactive map with over 400 murals around the world. And my whole purpose here is just to make it easy for fans. It's not a money-making operation. It's not a business. It's just purely out of love for the fans, the families, and obviously Kobe and the Lakers. So how do you know where the murals are at? You know, it's funny, in the beginning, it took a lot of work to find them and just to get the accurate information because it's hard to get accurate information sometimes um, these days. So in the beginning, I would really dig and scour and try to find these locations. But over time, fans are now reaching out to me, which is really impressive and beautiful. Um, it's been a really nice community of fans around the world, every corner of the world, who at this point, when they're working on something, they notify me and then I'm just going to notify the fans. So. You know, there's not a lot of great things on social media sometimes, but this is one nice positive from my perspective to bring us together to do something to give back. And, um, you know, I'm just grateful to the artists and fans around the world. I assume L.A. has the most murals. Yeah, you know, it's hard to keep track, but um, we're over 400 throughout the world. I believe about 250 plus in Southern California. That includes Orange County, where I'm from, up to Los Angeles. Um, you know, there's murals all over the country in the United States, but almost every corner of the world there's a mural and what's really cool is we've seen a lot of murals where he grew up in Italy and he spent time in France he would travel to China and Asia in the off season and left a really big impression there so I'm just amazed and, and humbled and grateful for this work that's being done but every artist has their own unique style and perspective and that's what makes us really special it's not the same thing everywhere it's really unique each time something goes up And one of those artists goes by Artoon. Artoon, whose real name is Art Gozukuchikian, says he was so moved by Brian's death, he painted an entire mural on the wall of a business in Studio City within 24 hours after word of the fatal crash went public. Uh, I got out of the shower, and when I got out, um, first thing I noticed, my phone was going off. And it was about Kobe in the first article I see, and the second, I... I'm opening up different social medias and every single post was about it. And I just, I just lay down on the bed for a while and I'm, you know, obviously he's a big inspiration for me and I was just trying to wrap my head around it trying to figure out if it was real or fake. I kind of first thought maybe it was fake, but then when I seen all those posts, I was like, oh, oh shit, this is real. Um, yeah, I just, and, and, and I had a, I had a date Right then, that's why I was taking a shower. So I, I went to meet this girl in Beverly Hills. And when I got there, I'm like, you know, I kept on thinking about, wow, Kobe's dead, Kobe's dead. And I'm like, I got to do something about this. So I left the date so I could go start the mural. And I started that night and I pulled a 24-hour session, went and took a little baby nap, came back another two hours, and I finished the whole thing without even knowing 24 is without even thinking 24 is Kobe's number and two was her number, uh, Giannis. So, yeah, I just jumped on it because I thought I, something you had to jump on right away. I mean, f forget about the inspiration. You know, I, I've done many murals about Kobe, but it was just this guy demands the respect. You know, he's he's all about L.A. He is L.A. He, he brought a lot of pride and inspiration to the city and that whole Mamba mentality. Millions of people are talking about it, practicing it. 
No, he had a big impact. He is L.A. He, I I looked at him as one of our idols. I guess if Michelangelo was alive, Kobe would get a statue, you know? <laughs> it sounds like he was not only an inspiration to you as an athlete, but just as a person. Yeah, he was a, you know, he was a good role model, good father. I just had a baby girl, so I'm a girl dad too now. You felt compelled to put something on canvas, in this case, the side of a building. So where did you paint this, and what did you decide to do? Um, I I had already painted the whole side of that that wall, that business, and it was the front-facing wall left, and I we, we were going to paint something else. They wanted a Marilyn Monroe, I, I believe, and um, I just wasn't really feeling a Marilyn Monroe, so... I, I kind of took the weekend off. I went to Vegas, got drunk, came back, and that's when Kobe happened. And I'm like, okay, it's it's almost like uh, you can't make this up. You know, the signs already pointed where what I should paint there. So that wall was ready to go. I just didn't want to paint what I was supposed to paint. And when Kobe died, I'm like, I'm not painting anything else but this. And I even told the, the guys I was painting for, I'm like, I'm going to paint Kobe. And at first they were like, oh, we don't know. Let's talk about it. And I'm like, it's either I paint Kobe or I'm not painting anything, you know? And that's how pretty much they were like, okay, start on it. What came to you? What was the first image that came to you that you had to paint? I wanted a, I, I really wanted to show an image of Kobe kind of looking up in the sky where in, in a way saying that here I come. And uh, when... I found a good picture that matched it. It was the one where he's biting his jersey. It's an iconic picture. Then, uh, you know, I, I was already planning for the mural, and that's when I found out Gigi died. I didn't, I didn't know Gigi died at first. Then, when I found out Gigi died, I'm like, wow, there's no way I, I, I can't put her in this. It would almost be disrespect for her, their family, you know. So um, I just started searching Gigi's pictures kind of looking upward and I, I found two Im images that kind of matched and and then the rest I just sorry I don't know what the mural's going to look like I never know what my mural's going to look like because chances are while I'm doing it I'm going to get a bright idea and it's going to shift course but the main concept is still going to be there that's why I don't like to do a mural knowing what I'm it, it just to me it's boring because you want my creativity in the span of an hour or a couple hours while I'm sketching it, or you want my creativity for a whole week while I'm going to be painting it. So last minute I could get a bright idea, and as I'm painting, I'm getting more ideas coming at me. So, so it was a very fluid process for you. Yeah, I never know what it's going to look like, not, not even the canvas pieces. So 24 hours, do you remember the final thing you painted? When you said, okay, I'm done, and you stepped back? It was the shading on the jersey. And I stepped back, and I was like, oh, wow, that looks good. It's almost lifelike. And, uh, I mean, that experience was so cool. Every time I looked up, I, I mean, every time I looked back, there was, like, 30 to 50 people taking pictures. You know, you can, you can see I'm causing traffic. People are... Sort you know, breaking their neck, just slowing down the traffic, looking, trying to swerve from the second lane to pull over so they could come take pictures. People, you know, bringing candles, 
lighting on flowers, memorials, pictures, and just posting it by the wall. It just it it just turned into a memorial. It it was it was kind of cool just seeing that process. You know, you do a lot of murals, and not too many get that same kind of attention. And and that, that just tells you the importance of the guy you're painting. You know, I've I've done many murals, and nothing was really to that caliber. Because within like that 24 hours, I had almost about five, six news stations pull up behind me. When you were, I, I'm sure you were in the zone, you were doing your thing, you say you step back, you looked at it, and, and then are you ever completely satisfied with your final product? No, I'm never satisfied because <laughs> I always feel like there could be more done. But sometimes you just got to learn to know when in, enough is enough. You know, sometimes too much is too much, and it can be overkill. But, um, you know, I got this saying, my favorite piece is my next piece. So I'm never really looking forward to the one I'm doing. I'm looking for the looking forward for the next one. I've done many Kobe's, but ever since he passed away, I've done two. One, uh, The other one's on La Cienega in Venice. It's like 40 foot high. It's uh, Kobe, daughter, and... Um, He's got angel wings, and the angel wings is turning into hands and wrapping around Gianna. Um, it's on Globe Motorsports. Is that a satisfaction for you when people want to take their pictures in front of it and they look at it? Some got emotional. A guy I spoke with got teary-eyed. Yeah. Uh, Matt Barnes pulled up. He got teary-eyed, too. Um, you know, he played with him. Uh, a lot of a lot of people got teary-eyed. There was some lady that pulled up, Mara. She had that Lakers ring, and... She had some sort of connection with the family and um, the Lakers championship ring. Uh, and, yeah, you see a lot of people tearing up, and they were coming up to me, shaking my hand, thank you for doing this. And I'm like, thank you for loving it. You know, like, to me, this is more of an obligation. You know, it's like, you know, I don't want to keep bringing up Michelangelo, but it, we, we do our part. We're just painting outside instead of inside. When you talk about inspiration, and you were talking a lot about you felt compelled to do this within 24 hours. You even broke a date to do this. I mean, he must have been a pretty powerful influence on you. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really get the motivation to jump up and paint too often. So if I finish that whole wall in a matter of one day, it's just it's cool. You know, I, I enjoy it. and. And even though it was like 3 a.m., nobody was around, and there was no wind, and then all of a sudden these two huge, like, gusts of wind and leaves going everywhere, and, and then it just stopped again. And I'm like, was that something? <laughs> I'm like, was that something? Was it, was it Kobe and Gianna just breezing by over here? <laughs> but it, 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 was, it, it was crazy. My whole body just got goosebumps. So were you by yourself overnight doing this? Yeah, uh, I was already, usually during the daytime at nighttime, people are there, but overnight, that's the only time I'll get peace. It's the only time I could actually focus. That's when my phone is off and people are not asking questions and, you know, I can actually focus on the project at hand. What's that like when you're by yourself and your thoughts and you're painting a portrait of someone who just died hours earlier? Oh, you you do a lot of thinking. Like I, I cried throughout that overnighter, um, just thinking about it. But um, I, 
I I like it. I mean, I, I think most artists are nocturnal. They should be producing artwork at night. The, like I said, that's the only time you can actually get some peace, peace and quiet and peace of mind where, you know, you have no distractions. A text message can be a distraction if I'm painting. Um, so when there's no distractions, you can literally be locked in your zone for five hours and not notice five hours just went by. Do you continue to do Kobe-inspired portraits or murals? I had like 50 people asking me to do Kobe stuff, and I, I just refused them. Um, I didn't want to just be a generic artist that just keeps going around doing Kobe for hire. I just thought if I was going to do them, I was going to pick and choose where I wanted it, what location, if it was going to you know make an impact or not. not. It's to feel right. Yeah, 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 and, and art is basically by feel right. Like uh, recently, I did a mural and it was just a great mural, but I did not like it because of the location, because it was not on a big street. And even though it's commission, it's like deep down inside, you're like, this artwork does not belong on this street. This artwork belongs on somewhere where people could actually enjoy it, you know, take pictures of it. So um, yeah, you, you definitely got to feel it out. I, I like the reactions of people. Murals like cartoons continue to attract fans. What brought you to this location? Kobe Bryant was one of my favorite players. One of the most visited murals is tucked away in an alley about a block away from the Los Angeles Convention Center. A group of four friends recently traveled from Detroit, Michigan to visit LA and one of the things on their list, a visit to this mural. Meet Gabby, Marcel, Milano, and a guy who calls himself Cheese. They all agree that Bryant was an inspiration, and here's how they felt about seeing the mural for the first time, told as best as possible through their face coverings. Him just like being able to like to take his drive from like how he was on the court and put it into his family. That was really just like the most important thing I just liked about the man. Um, I just see a man that was passionate about his craft and what he does and put his all into it. I see greatness. Kobe Bryant was just the epitome of hard work and dedication and definitely an inspiration. Even like someone I thought of, like I just broke my hand. So I remember a photo of him when he was shooting with his broken wrist and like still practicing like in his pajamas, you know what I'm saying? So he's still an inspiration even to this day. It was it was the drive he had. Everything you seen him do, he put his heart to it. Like he literally left everything on the floor every night. People hated him in practice because he worked so hard. He literally would cuss you out if you wouldn't work as hard as him. If you didn't work as hard as him, you couldn't play with him. For me, it's like how many people really looked up to him. From the kids to the adults, he really had a lot of Like, even if you look on this wall, you got millions of people signing autographs and saying their piece to Kobe. This is dope, man. Like, he did, he did his thing while he was here. Everything that he did outside of basketball, he still applied the same drive, the same determination. He still put in the same amount of effort. So the fact that that was just his mentality overall was definitely inspiring. And it lets you know, like, you don't have to just stay focused on one thing. You can apply the same pressure to everything aspect of your life and, you know, just watch it blossom. So he's definitely that guy. Just watching, watching his legacy. And honestly, I've never been, like, a huge basketball fan. But seeing, like, when he passed and how he affected so many people around the world, you know what I'm saying, that kind of, like, put something on me, like, oh, I got to go harder, you know what I'm saying? I got I to create a legacy just as, just as good as his. And the feeling of seeing Kobe Bryant for the first time on a larger-than-life mural? Uh, I almost cried, literally. Like, that was just how much of an inspiration and how dope he was to everybody. And it's just, like, 
it's an energy right here. Or wherever you see him, it's like it's an energy in LA. Like, honestly, you step here, you know him and like, you know, everybody that passed that was from here, you can feel the energy. Like, standing in right here, I can feel his energy. Coming up, another artistic homage to Bryant. And the mayor of Los Angeles talks about Bryant's inspiration in philanthropy as the death and life of Kobe Bryant continues. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. The mural has become one of the most popular ways to show love and respect to Bryant. The website kobemural.com currently lists more than 400 around the world, most of which are in Southern California. But within hours of the crash that killed Bryant, another type of canvas would fast become the place for portraits of Bryant, Bryant's numbers 24 and 8, Bryant's daughter Gianna, and the Black Mamba. Four artists, we are doing about four a day, each of us. So maybe anywhere, like for sure, from 10 to 20 tattoos a day, just for Kobe. Mikey Montoya owns and operates Sunny Day's Tattoo Parlor in Arcadia. That's about an hour east of Los Angeles. He and his artist, Ricky, remember learning about the crash. Um, I was actually flying in from New York, and um, we had landed. We had got in our vehicle, and then um, we saw it. Actually, he saw it on social media, so... He's like, hey, guess what happened? And we just kind of took a pause. We were on the freeway and we both like kind of silent for a while and um, kind of in shock. That's where it took me. Montoya says as soon as he opened his shop, he knew things were going to be different. It seems like every walks of life was coming in and wanting to get something, even if they couldn't actually afford a tattoo. They were, you know, getting the money together to get this number eight or 24, just a little mamba or anything. The colors, it, it was pretty wild. 
you know, the people showing their um, kind of their emotional outlet towards it all. And which I had a little bit myself and I these people getting it permanently. It was uh, it was a uh, very I don't know, like um, kind of sad. Kind uh, The emotions were all over the place, even tattooing it, not knowing these people tattooing it. It's not like their father or mother, but. To me, um, some of my customers were like saying that Kobe was like their father, mother or brother or whatnot. No matter the gender, it's just the role he played, which I didn't see it like that. But now I do now, you know, it it was uh, it was pretty cool. We were doing like each artist, say there was four artists. We were doing about four a day, each of us. So maybe anywhere like for sure from 10 to 20 tattoos a day just for Kobe. Or making appointments or just um, even just Laker tattoos. They wanted, you know, not necessarily just the eight. They wanted Lakers. And usually like kind of couples came in, either friends or a group of friends or, you know, yeah. So they were all talking about it. And it it, um, it struck everybody a little bit differently. It, it was weird. Just especially the younger age people. Like yeah. I would say anywhere from like 30 down 25 down they they were really into getting the the little kobe tattoos montoya's friend ricky is a tattoo artist at the shop and is also a big kobe bryant fan probably the his logo itself the the mamba symbol the one with the snake is uh his main logo for the night for nike that was probably the most popular one for everybody the snake itself the amount of scales um the amount of different shades and and uh just a very intricate logo Popular request would have to be uh, his portrait, the one especially when uh, he's grabbing his jersey and waving around. I forgot which game it was, but anyways, he grabs his jersey and he shakes it. That's like probably the most popular one that everyone gets. Largest one was probably like ankle up to the, up to the knee. I think it was uh, behind the back pass to Shaq. When he was number eight. And because Ricky's a big fan of Brian's, he says doing tattoos of the superstar over and over got a little emotional. When they'll come in, yeah, I would, I would want to put like an extra effort to a little bit more extra time to it just because of the emotional connection. Just to make sure it comes out 120, 150%. Just better than the usual tattoo, you know. Montoya says people were willing to pay the price. Most simple tattoo for like, say, the Kobe, it would be like $100. And that's like super simple, maybe one color, black in a color. And um, it could go up to like $1,000 for the portraits. Um, I would say I did more of the smaller ones because people didn't have that type of money, you know, on the spot. But everybody wanted to represent or show their love. So 100 bucks is way easier to come up with than a grand. Depending on the placement, if it's on the neck or which these young kids even were getting them on their neck because they wanted to show, you know, the Kobe 8 or 24 or just an L.A. and purple or yellow or gold, you know. A lot of people were getting the Kobe signature, too. And I had a young uh, a guy, maybe like 20 years old, and he said that Kobe helped him get through high school, that he... He like had low self-esteem and he looked up to Kobe and I guess his interviews and, and this kid really was the only one out of most of them that I tattooed that it seemed like it personally really affected him. Not ever meeting Kobe or anything, but he told me that this guy is like a father to me. So I was like, whoa, like 
after the tattoo is like I even kind of forgot what I was doing just listening to this kid more interested in his story you know Montoya says even more than a year later he still gets a steady stream of requests of Bryant or anything Bryant related coming up the mayor of Los Angeles talks about Bryant's work to end homelessness among young people and Bryant's creative side would be validated with Hollywood's highest honor as the death and life of Kobe Bryant continues There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. The grieving process for Kobe Bryant's death hit everyone differently, with equal emotion. Hundreds of thousands of people around the world have written songs about Bryant, painted murals, tattooed themselves, and even named their kids after the superstar. And while these people honor Bryant for what he gave them, a lot of people may not realize how Bryant gave back to others. You know, and this issue is one that kind of gets pushed on the back burner because it's easy to point the blame at those who are homeless and say, well, you made that bad decision, this is where you are, it's your fault. In life, we all make mistakes. What a lot of people never saw was that for his philanthropy and for his business careers, it was all about making something that would make a difference. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti remembers the day he met Bryant. I was a council member now at a Ronald McDonald house when he was there um, very kind of quietly visiting um, to see the expansion of this place that helps families whose kids are being treated for cancer at Children's Hospital and some of the other hospitals in Hollywood. Um, he was there to just kind of give them some inspiration and say, hey, this trademark grit that I got, I'm going to give some to you to help you get through this tough moment. I got the impression, the very little I knew about Kobe Bryant and watching him, I got the impression he was sort of the real deal when it came to helping those that needed help, and, and especially the youth. He never wanted to rest on the laurels of, hey, I'm just a sports star. Anything that he was going to put his name to, anything he was going to help with, he and Vanessa were going to give it their all. Uh, my friend's place 
is a place where uh, youth who are homeless in Hollywood go during the day. And that was the second place where I saw Vanessa's real kind of passion and Kobe's support of these kids who are, you know, going through the worst things and been through the worst things you could imagine in the foster care system, um, you know, being kicked out of households, LGBTQ youth, um, folks who have been abused. And they really just quietly poured their love into that place. Um, Step Up on Second, which is a place just around the corner and down the street on on Vine and other places where you have um, homeless housing and services they gave a lot to. And then Homewalk, which was the signature, you know, bringing together of over 10,000 people a year to walk and raise money against homelessness. Um, Kobe lent his name to be the chair, but he wasn't just kind of a chair in name only. He really wanted to know the issue, wanted to know how he could help, and they put their money and their time where their mouths were. I had only met him twice, and he always seemed to me the most humble. He had a firm handshake, I remember, and I remember that he seemed like he genuinely cared about meeting you. He he focused, met your eyes with his. He came in to visit me after I was mayor to tell me a little bit about what he was doing on the business side. And the studio, the animation studio uh, that he was starting, and he was so pumped up about it. I mean, his enthusiasm, you could see that he had done his research. He wasn't coming to meet with the mayor at the beginning. He had done his research. He had his pitch. He wanted to bring that animation back to Los Angeles where Walt Disney and all these great animators had started and much of it had gone to other states or other countries. And so he had this deep loyalty, too. I mean, that's the other thing. What other player has played for one team their entire career? He loved L.A. and he gave everything to this town. He invested here. He invested time here. He gave back here. And he did did have just that, you know, I, I don't know that he was shy, but he was there was a certain humility where he didn't really care what other people thought. He wanted to connect with you. And when you're with him, he was focused on you as the most important person in the room. And he won an Oscar. Who knew? (laughs) <laughs> well, if anybody could go from, we have to come up with a new category because, you know, folks who w- win the Oscar and the uh, Tony and the Emmy and everything else, I don't think anybody's won a championship and an Oscar. Maybe maybe it can be corrected, but that's a pretty big jump to go from winning a, a number of championships, five championships, and then an Oscar. That's a pretty phenomenal run. And the Oscar goes to... Dear basketball, Glenn Key and Kobe! March 4th, 2018, Kobe Bryant wins an Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film. The six-minute film is based on a poem Bryant wrote and was published back in 2015. Backstage, I had the chance to ask him about his win and about his collaboration with award-winning composer John Williams. Former Disney animator Glenn Keane also shared in the honor and talks about working on the project. Kobe, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Steve Gregory with iHeart. I wanted to ask you about how much of this project put you out of your comfort zone and what was it like working with John Williams? Um, all of it put me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> um, my, my daughter gave me the best piece of advice. I was um, a little uh, uh, worried about turning this into a film. I'd never done that, something like that before. And uh, we were in a house, and we were talking about it as a family. And uh, my little 11-year-old Gianna goes, well, Dad, you always tell us to go after our dreams, so man up. She's 11. 
man up. So I had to man up and, and, and go for it. Um, and then working with John was incredible. You know, John speaks about music as if they're, they, they, each key has its own soul. And it was amazing to sit with John and to sit with Glenn throughout this entire process and hear the same attention to detail that we each have for our craft. craft. Um, it's, just, um, it's just an amazing experience to be able to, to work with John. I, I can't even, I mean, the guy's like, he's a real life uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi to me, you know? John had written this <laughs> score, you know, he's like 85 years old, and uh, wrote the whole thing out by hand in pencil just like the film itself has been pencil. Um, he's an a old school craftsman. And with 80 instruments, he wrote that. And the day that we were recording it, he was like this little kid, just so energized. Supercharged. And I thought, what is going on with John? He, he gave me a hug, almost knocked me over. I was like, damn, I know I've been retired, but I haven't been retired that long, man. He almost knocked me over. And he stood up in front of the orchestra, and Kobe and I sat there. And I, I suddenly realized he's never heard the music. He's just been hearing it in his head, and he wrote it with 80 instruments and recording it. And he lifted his arms, and it was this beautiful score, the score that you hear. And Kobe, Kobe wanted to, to shout, and went, no, the red light. And when it was done, John turns to us and says, I promise you, it's going to get better. I said, man, I thought we were done. I thought we were done. And John, John was incredible, man. Yeah. Coming up in episode seven. Aside from being a great professional basketball player, a great human being that was also African-American. Brian's death leaves a large void in the African-American community and still to come, Brian's legacy. The Death and Life of Kobe Bryant is a production of KFI News at iHeartMedia Los Angeles for the iHeart Podcast Network. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.